Hello, hello, and welcome to Orbiting the Ghost Planet. I'm Nick. I'm Joe. And this is an episode-by-episode episode Space Ghost discussion podcast. This week, we sat down to watch Cartoon Planet. We sure did, and boy, howdy, do I have some questions. Like the first episode. <laughs> okay, well, mm. are they questions that would be answered by a little, like, background info? Possibly. My first question is, how many are there? How do you want to count it? I mean, in terms of episodes. How do you want to count it? <laughs> All right. Uh, think about it. Originally, they were hour-long blocks. Mm. This was... Uh, so the reason we, we watched a couple now is because uh, they started putting them out in around 94, 95, right here in the space between seasons... Uh, the se- between the seasons of Space Ghost that were in between anyway. Mm-hmm. And when they first came out, it it was weird because this is one of the ones that it was a spinoff of, of Coast to Coast, but it initially aired on TBS, not on Cartoon, uh, not on Cartoon Planet. Not on, <laughs> it originally aired on TBS and not on Cartoon Network proper. Okay. Uh, only for like a year, and then they started running them on both. That must have been weird for people who didn't know what Space Ghost was. Uh, probably. Although they had already seen the world premiere tune in because that True. was simulcast. Uh, and I think I think a lot of things would actually run. On both, I remember seeing yeah. commercials at the time that were just like, "Oh, watch this here on Cartoon Network at this time, or also on TBS. Check your <laughs> listings." Uh, which is always just weird to me because I was just like, "Why does this exist on another channel? What is <laughs> TBS? Is that some sort of like, like Echo Zone?" <laughs> but yeah, so the original format was they would play like stuff from the the Cartoon Vault. So Tom and Jerry and Flintstones and Jetsons and stuff like that, mm-hmm. and the individual skits would be placed around them. Okay. So they did that from about 95 to 97. Uh, I kind of wish that sort of thing was done nowadays more. Well, so, okay. They they were making new stuff from like 95 to 97. And then by the time they stopped showing them on TV, it was around 2000 or 98, 90, 9, 98, 99, somewhere in there. Uh, and... By that point, they had taken all of the individual skits and just compressed them into, like, half-hour shows. So, like, probably when you say how many were there, (laughs) the number that they had, including cartoons, would have spaced them out more compared to the compressed blocks. When we talk about the compressed blocks, which I think is what you're asking about, (laughs) if I were to guess. Yeah. uh, Compressed into these, you know, full show, half-hour blocks, there's about 22 episodes. Okay. But then it just gets a little more complicated because a couple of years ago, and I'm going to be really sad if it's actually more like more than five years ago at this point, (laughs) Uh, but post-2000, they actually brought back Cartoon Planet in like a slightly different form. It was Brack and Zorak, no Space Ghost, all new animation. Uh, They put it around like whatever was on Cartoon Network at the time. So we're still talking like Ben 10 and like reruns of Ed and Nettie and stuff like that. But it was, but so this was after the Adult Swim era. Yeah. And so after like the Brack show, which we didn't, weren't, there's, so there's the Brack show Mm -hmm. and then there's Brack Presents the Brack show starring Brack and that's different. (laughs) Okay. And I'm actually more excited about talking about that one. (laughs) Uh, so, so this revival was from 2012 to 2014. It went. They went two years making new segments and stuff. 
which again, same kind of thing. They were just sort of like broken down into skits, but most of them were like, you know, Zorak and Brax sitting on the couch, like kind of making fun of cartoons, <laughs> kind of doing like fake commercials. Yeah. One segment was called What's in My Mouth. It's like a little game show that they invented sitting mm-hmm. there on the couch. So it was this weird thing. Like it was, it was kind of, it's very different from what it originally was. Yeah. Cause what it originally was, is just so weird in itself. <laughs> like, like let's actually talk about this. Um, so you actually had a little bit of experience with these going into it. And I know you did kind of with like, without any context whatsoever. I know some of like the songs. Yeah, because we only watched, like, three episodes at the start. Yeah. And... One of the songs was one that I knew, and there were a couple, like, some of the jokes and stuff I knew just because it's the kind of thing you quote a lot. Yep. So I've heard some of them before. Well, because, so, from Cartoon Planet itself, they released two different albums. Mm-hmm. Uh, was it three? I think it was two, because it was The Musical Barbecue... And surf and turf. Mm-hmm. And it was just, like, audio record, like, albums taking the audio from the show. Yeah. Uh, and it worked out pretty well, partly because they're so, like, like the show itself is, you know, you realize how much of it is reused animation. Yeah. And just sort of, like, just stuff but to have on new screen. animation that they're reusing is different than just stuff from Coast to Coast. Which is one of my points that I was going to mention. It's mainly stuff from Coast to Coast. No, it's like there's a lot of it, yes, but it's not just that. There's other stuff. Yes, um, I think most of Brack stuff is new for this show. Which then I think that we actually watched that. Brack, it's into like Coast there's Coast. like three bits that they use. Yeah, Zorik has a whole new whole new face, which I want to make a gif out of and use it to react to everything. The part that always stands out to me is the backgrounds. Yeah, it looks like they're just kind of hanging out at Space Ghost's house or something. Yeah, because it's, it's like a similar setup. They got Brack behind a desk against a background that looks like a middle school composition notebook cover. <laughs> uh, you have Zorak in a prison pod, mm-hmm. but in this weird corner, yeah. there's a poster that changes every cut. Yeah. And like a weird... like. Head mounted on the wall on the other side that looks like it was a frame taken from a Red and Simpy cartoon <laughs> that we are just like grotesque, yeah. like oddly his, shaped cartoon. His prison pot is different than it is on Coast to Coast too. It's a little it like, is. grittier, I guess. It, it's it's not coming through so well on the copies that we're watching, but like I don't know if it was just sort of like aesthetics of the era or if <laughs> this show pushed it more and that's. I watch so much of this show and nothing else, and that's why I think it's just of the era. But yeah, like if you look at everything, it's got that sense of like airbrush, sparkly, like almost like street art spray paint, yeah, kind of splatters on everything. Uh, but yeah, it's a prison pod. Uh, it's a different prison pod. I like this one a little bit more, I think, mm-hmm. but it has no piano. Yeah, well, he's not the band. They're all the band now. They're all, they're... So I keep looking at the show. And I feel like the best way to just describe it as a whole is it sits right on the precipice between, like, vaudeville-style variety show. <laughs> this is exactly the words I was going to use. But, like, perfectly balanced with homeless man spouting nonsense on a street <laughs> corner. That's the other half of the show. And that's pretty much all Brack. 
and that might be my favorite part. <laughs> but so again, like they put out albums because there's a lot of new music on the show. Yeah. But, and like that's cool. And that's that's pretty much the only reason I knew of Brack before any of this was because um, a friend of mine had those albums and put a couple tracks on a mix CD that they gave me. And my sister really latched on to Brack songs. I listened to them and was like, what is this nonsense? And, and then you had to drop that friend, right? <laughs> no. Because, like, in context, these songs are really out of context. <laughs> out of context, they're just like, it's it's almost like the, the musical version of the cut and paste ransom note letters. <laughs> kind of. That's what that mix CD kind of was. Oh, okay. <laughs> that's far more That was my introduction to a lot of music that I didn't find out where it was from until a lot later. Including several Weird Al tracks. Christmas at Ground Zero? Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah, no, that's... I, the only reason I picked that one is because the only reason I knew about that track is for everything I knew about Weird Al, I only found out about that one through uh, AMVs. <laughs> so, <laughs> I, I want to know about where Space Ghost is standing. Like, I, I'm trying... I, while we were watching, I was trying really hard to figure out if that was, like, a still or, like, just pieces taken from, like, a Jetson show. It looks like... A... Like it mainly looked like a still. I think the desk might have been added at one point. Yeah, from the, something else. Just the the way that things keep cutting out and appearing and disappearing and changing. Like the yeah. entire show behaves like Zorak's vest. Um, yeah, like but, it's all it's fairly consistent in that like the space is the same, mm -hmm. and like there's a poster on the wall, but what the poster is changes. And like I, th I think the stuff like on his desk, like the color and texture of the wall behind him, yeah, like, keeps changing. And Brack too, and like it's. I like how a lot of the posters were um, that cartoonist dude's drawings. Oh yes, the the hand drawn images from Carl the cartoonist. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's really great. Yeah. So yeah, like they're just. The the amount of stuff reused, like so, like more than half of the show is found footage. Like, I guess same thing with Behold the Wooly Panda and mm -hmm. all of that. It's just like go down to the vault. A lot more out. editing in this one though than in Coast to Coast. Yes, in a way you would think it'd be easier because they're not actually animating anything, <laughs> but like it's harder for an editor because like in one skit, and you know if there's maybe like a dozen skits in an episode like in one skit they'll pull from like an old black and white movie yeah they'll pull from the jetsons and the flintstones like the and one... tom and jerry in the first episode when they're when brack's talking about the chicken sandwich every time they said the word chicken they would cut to like an, an image of like a cartoon chicken or like something involving a chicken and every time they said it they would do that mm -hmm. i like the part where the quote-unquote new animation that they did is the sort of squiggle vision style graphic cards that they throw up for everything. <laughs> so that same skit, they're talking about like, did you not see that it said Zorak on the bag that the yeah. sandwich was in? And it just it's like an out a squiggly outline drawing of a sandwich bag. It just said Zorak on it. Yeah. And they throw those up, like they 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 do more with those than with anything else. Like um, throw your mom into the pool that had a title card. Yeah. Um. It's all, like, Sharpie on a piece of white paper, but, like, two frames just oscillating enough to make it look a little animated. Well, because they look like home movies. Yeah. Or Dr. Katz <laughs> or, or one of those. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, no. There's basically three different things. Because there's, like, repeated segments, there's uh, musical numbers, and then there's, like, 
just ad lib skits. Yeah. <laughs> some of them definitely sounded like it was stuff they just said in the sound booth and then decided to make into something bigger. Yeah. Well, like, even all the, uh, was it Brack School Days? Yeah. So, Brack School Days is a repeating segment where Brack talks about, like, his memories from being in school. The chances that every single one of those was just Andy Merrill ad living in the booth <laughs> is just like a hundred thousand percent what those actually were. But what was it? There, there was one specific one where they're just listening to this piece of music for about like 45 seconds. Mm-hmm. And then they talk about it. And then Space Ghost is just like, all right, just put it back on. And everybody else leaves because <laughs> he's just like enjoying it too intensely. <laughs> Which is something that I like, because a lot of that segment is just, like, cutting between all the characters, just sort of, like, looking at each other yeah. and feeling awkward and, like, awkwardly dancing with three frames of animation. Yeah. It keeps a lot of that... For 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 everything that this show is that Coast to Coast isn't, one thing that they definitely share is there's a lot of dead air. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of awkwardness. There's a lot of just, like, we're just going to sit more... here... And the timing is going to be weird, and we're all going to feel like kind of awkward about it. But then we're just going to keep going. There's a lot of uh, the pauses, but the on-screen, like visually, there's a lot more going on during those pauses. Like there's still animation yes. happening and stuff. I- I'm telling that you, like gives it a little life. Like this show gave a couple of people carpal tunnel. <laughs> like that's just the amount of ed- editing that goes on for each bit. Mm-hmm. Then again, for the like rate that they were creating them as you know for the longer blocks that had less skits and you know so if you're only making four of those for a show yeah you can space it out over time so maybe that's why more effort could go into each little skit yeah and why they use them for like five years (laughs) oh so most of my other main questions are about brack so who is he where is he from (laughs) is he wearing a mask because I don't know what, like, what he is. He has no lips. Well, yeah, I figured that out. All hell Brack. <laughs> Take this, Ming. Well, I've had like, enough to hear with your dynasty. Because he looks like a dude in a mask. Because he's got normal arms and hands and stuff. So I was just wondering, like, what kind so, of, what character... Is he from Space Ghost? <laughs> he, he's, a, he's another villain from Space Ghost. Okay. Which, by the time we got to the third episode, they started using the Cartoon Planet theme song. Which, yeah breaks it down and talk about how yeah it's space ghost got a second show it reminded me of the the weird owl show yes doesn't it (laughs) um but yeah so brack is another villain he's from the old space ghost show uh he's an alien so that might just be his face (laughs) uh all hail brack (laughs) well i brack is really weird because he's screamy like I, 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 for everything that you like, the little glimpses you see of Zorak, like from the old show when he was, you know, I will get you, space ghost. Like for every little thing that you see about that, you never that get that sort of comparison with Brack, uh, which is why I need to go back into the Barbera Vault, mm-hmm. the Hanna Barbera Vault, and uh, catch up on that, <laughs> find out what Dino Boy is all about too. <laughs> I'm just curious because at one point too, he mentioned being like a pirate or a space pirate or something. Yeah, space pirate. He was just like a dude. He was the monster <laughs> of the week, kind of. And is that why he is? I wouldn't surprise me if that's why he has less animation than everyone else. If he was just in like one episode or something. I mean, I think a couple of them made multiple appearances, but that was the thing. At, at some point, it was space ghost had the most, 
Zorak. I think Zorak was like the main villain. I've heard him described as like the Joker to Space Ghost Batman. <laughs> okay. Uh, and everyone else, Moltar, Metallus, Black Widow, Tandit, Brack. That's all the ones I know. <laughs> uh, uh, the Mind Taker. There's uh, that guy who always appears in the prison scenes. Oh, what is his name? Uh, Lokar is also there. Did I mention Lokar? Cyclo. Cyclo is the guy I'm thinking of. <laughs> Uh, can I get three more? Uh, okay, Banjo was a Space Ghost monster too, <laughs> in his final form at least. Uh, there were the ant people from Fire Ant. I almost said King Dead, but that was not it. It was Fire Ant, the one with Conan O'Brien. Uh, that's it. I'm out. <laughs> I think that's all I got. I don't think Birdman was ever actually on Space Ghost, but I'm really happy with what they do with them. When Birdman comes in, we're not up to Birdman yet, are we? I, I think we're going to see our first glimpse of Birdman in the coming. <laughs> Boy, I am excited about that. <laughs> they also had some live-action Space Ghost dancing around. Yeah, we did. So, which one of them was wearing the costume? <laughs> I believe that's also Andy. Okay, uh, except for the one—I don't know—three-second edit of Space Ghost on a farm. Yeah. I believe that was George Lowe in the suit. Okay. So they did that time after time. They would put somebody in the suit and just go out and just like shoot some B-roll. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you look on the cover of the Volume 2 DVD, it's George Lowe in the costume, then in a cowboy costume on top of that, and just sort of, I'd say like, like straddling a, a little Shetland pony. <laughs> but it's one of those things where it's like he's just standing over it with it between <laughs> his legs. Uh, it's kind of adorable. Uh, but yeah, it was funny because after the last episode, uh, the DVD menu was sitting up there and we, f- you can click on one of the Easter eggs on the menu and this bit of dancing came up mm-hmm. and we were just like, oh, okay, I guess that was something that they had but never used. No, the whole thing was here <laughs> in this episode. They just threw it in there. Yep. Like the kitten wrangling. <laughs> There was also a rock monster that was different from that hippo, rock-shooting hippo triceratops thing that was from the Herculoids. All right, so what are some of the segments we've got? Uh, we've got Zorak horoscopes. So, so, oh boy, Zorak horoscopes. I think they eventually go through all of them. That's I'm of, sure they would. Zorak going through all those. Uh, I was just always impressed that they had Poet's Corner <laughs> in here, and... Are they actually poems? That's arguable. But, you know, who of us can really argue against art? Uh, there's the mailbag. And I love how the Poets Corner and the Mailbag Day jingles are the exact same melody. They just change the <laughs> words. Um, There's also Nugget of Joy from Zorak. Nugget of Joy. The one thing I wanted to say about the mailbag, mm. we didn't actually get to it. I thought it was one of the first mailbag segments, but I maybe it's just the one that I remember, is there is a letter where he writes, where somebody writes in and says, uh, Dear Space Ghost, I really love your shoe. <laughs> uh, and somebody has to go, I think he means show. Now, I'm trying to figure out, I don't know. First of all, I just wonder how many of those letters were real. Because mm-hmm. uh, at the end of the show, during the credits, uh, not only do they only list the first name of the crew yeah. on all the credits, which I think is adorable and says something about the tone of the show, <laughs> but 
they also said, you know, send us letters, and they put up the address mm-hmm. at the end of every episode. And that's, I, I kind of want to send that address a postcard. <laughs> it's just, I wonder who will get it. <laughs> but there's, yeah, whenever they read letters, like, I don't know. The kind of people who would be into not only Space Ghosts, you know, Coast Coast Era, Cartoon Network, but Cartoon Planet specifically, that is already like a triply weird kind of person. Mm-hmm. So made up letters and real letters are kind of indistinguishable from each other. <laughs> uh, especially because they leave in every available typo. Yeah. This is worse than the stuff that they would show at the end of like MST episodes. <laughs> uh, but so, yeah, the point was there was one that came up and he said, uh, I'm a, I love your shoe. I mean, show. And not too long ago, I believe in the episode Jerk, Space Ghost says, uh, on my award-winning shoe, Mm -hmm. talking about something ridiculous that they were going to put on the show, depending on the timeline, these might be somehow callbacks to one (laughs) or the other. I'm just not sure which. But they referred to the show as a shoe. Mm-hmm. This is my red line chalkboard yep. between pictures on my <laughs> wall. I used to actually have a wall like that. Mm-hmm. I believe you saw it before it um, had an incident. Yeah. That was fun. I should get one of those back. <laughs> I'm almost there. I started pinning things up again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's a weird thing to just leave out of context like that. Good. Oh, hello. Uh, Nuggets of Joy from Zorak. Mm-hmm. Uh, those are... They're not quite anecdotes. They're not quite... Zorak's helpful hint is a separate segment. Yeah. With, again, like fake call-in from kid viewers. Mm-hmm. Uh, helping them with their problems. Oh, words of wisdom. I want to say words of wisdom was a separate skit, too. <laughs> there was a lot with Zorak. It was just Clay Croker just doing Zorak all day. <laughs> singing as Zorak on occasions. Learning to speak Italian. We only saw one of those. I'm There's more. S- I'm so glad that that's actually a repeating segment. <laughs> uh, Space Ghost was something to think about. Yeah. That's a repeating segment. The one that we saw was uh, Put Your Best Foot Forward. Mm-hmm. That's the one that was on Musical Barbecue. <laughs> I-, I can pretty much name that entire track list. It's okay. You don't have to. Crazy Lovesick Fool was on there. We saw that one just now. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Bean Song was on there. The d d d d uh, Zingor was on there. But yeah, the one song that I did know was "Don't Touch Me." It's a really good one. It's a really good song. What day is it? That's one that was on the CD. I. That's how I knew that you had some some foreknowledge because the first time you were ever in my presence when I broke out into that, mm-hmm. you reacted. I would say aggressively <laughs> in the negatory fashion. <laughs> It was not a please stop. It was very much more of a uh, you must stop. <laughs> Some days I just wake up with that in my head, though. So That was back in my I'm too smart for dumb things phase. But dumb things are great. Have I'm, you met dumb I'm things? I'm a bit more tolerant you towards hang out them with now. Me. That was my next one. <laughs> I'm much more tolerant of them now. I've mellowed out. <sighs> it's It's a certain class of dumb thing. Mm-hmm. Again, I'd like to add, this is tolerating dumb things. I'm not enjoying them. I'll take what I can get. (laughs) Brax joke segments. Yeah. I One thing I really like about Brack is that he reminds me of when small children are, like, just learning how to tell jokes. Mm -hmm. And they come up with things that make no sense to anyone else, but to them, they're the funniest thing ever and it makes them laugh so much that it makes you laugh too (laughs) because 
It's it's when they understand structure. Say, <laughs> there's a setup. Yeah. There's a punchline, and then everybody laughs. Yeah. And he's got that down. Yeah. I love. This is one of they're so into it, and just their laugh is so real. And just all the cutaways in those segments to the black and white movies, and like a lot of dogs in suits, yeah. like in dog a side restaurant. restaurants. Yeah, I don't, I don't know where they where you find something like that. Where do you? What was that in that they had in the library that they just said, "I know what to pull for this segment." We need dogs in a dog restaurant. Just got that off the dough. Cartoon Planet is a really weird thing, that it. Mm. I don't want to. I don't want to go to that fallback of just like it's more of the experience than about what it actually is. <laughs> but it, it it is sort of that thing. Like I like I said. Like when I when I say it's kind of like a vaudeville show. Like I actually mean that, just because it's like it. Almost in a way like SNL. Like imagine trying to talk about yeah. SNL. Like you could talk about it sort of like contextually about like you know what was this place? What did it do? Whose career right. did it launch? Where did it come from? But just like you don't really, unless it's that one. Uh, making fun of mm, what you say. You don't really say like, <laughs> "Hey, you got to go see this SNL yeah. skit." Like it, those are few and far in between. Like this is this show. I can definitely see a slightly different set of people enjoying it more than would enjoy Coast to Coast. Like just the the short, like the short. It's, it's segmented. The segmenting of it. Yeah, it, like, that, that, that's the thing. If you're gonna say like, "Hey, you need to see this," you're talking about a skit rather than an episode. Yeah. Which, by the way, there's episode titles. <laughs> I don't know why. I, <laughs> but they did it. They did it. Those Mad Men. They blew it up. Mm -hmm. and they put episode titles. Oh, the other half of what I was gonna say. So I can see people enjoying it just because it delivers it a little differently, even though it's pretty much the same kind of humor that you get in Coast to Coast. Coast to Coast is a lot meaner. <laughs> Like, like, but it's the they're... same level of just like silliness and stuff that. Yes, there's it's it's still nonsense. That it's you have still to awkwardness. be into that to enjoy it, even yes. if the format's a little different. Uh, what what they what they've done, what they've gone and done here, what they done did with this show, is they traded out uh guests that they show absolutely no respect for, mm -hmm. and they put in Brack who screams. But it does get shown a little respect. Mm -hmm. I mean, Highway 40. Mm -hmm. I'm sorry. Specifically, Highway 40 Revisited. Mm -hmm. The original Highway 40 is on Musical Barbecue, along with <laughs> Put Your Socks on Mama Now. <laughs> is that a command or a request? We may never know. But that's just a lot of, like, country, like, just, like, guitar or, or like, could be done on Yeah, that, like, standard twang. Dunk, 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 I don't know why so many were that. They they do break out with the genres. Like like it's so weird how much of this show like is audio based. Like mm -hmm. the, the the skits are just silly and like the it they work well as an album because it's it's not about what you're looking at. Yeah. What you're looking at is weird like black and white chicken cold, pulled cut stuff. <laughs> and I like that. I that's the kind of like I don't, I don't think found footage is necessarily the right term but just like, you know, pulled from the library. I don't know. Here's Wilma with her hand over her head singing <laughs> along to the song. Like I am really into that whole deal. Mm -hmm. Uh but even without that, it's some of it's it's really done. Like even the parts that are just ad lib, like they're they're nonsense, but they're nonsense from funny people who yeah. like it it's it's still fun to listen to. Sometimes it's hard to sit down and watch all of it at once, <laughs> but and it's already 
like segmented out. I kind of want to just take the episodes, chop them into the individual skits, mm. and you can just get like the the software that they have at radio stations and just be like, play one of these every fifteen minutes, and it <laughs> figures it out, and we'll just play them randomly That'd uh, be in pretty the time cool. slots. That's the kind of thing I want to be running. Actually, oh man. <sighs> But yeah, so we needed to take a look at this because this was happening at the time. Mm-hmm. It's Space Ghost got used for a lot of things in this era because, <laughs> you know, uh, again, when people think about, oh, Cartoon Network original programming, you think Ed and Eddie, you think Billy and Mandy, you think Courage, you think Samurai Jack, mm-hmm. which all of that, yes, absolutely. They made some fantastic stuff. Maybe that's just because we were at that formative age where we have the biggest <laughs> nostalgia for that. But all of that was really good. I actually like reading about some of the philosophy behind Ed, Ed, and Eddie, about how you never see any of them with phones or computers because they never wanted to date it, but also it's always summer vacation. (laughs) It's just something ephemeral about that show. Mm -hmm. But, like, when you talk about the original programming, you have to remember, like, Space Ghost was their first original thing that they said, let's make a show out of this. Because everything else was the same thing. It was bumpers. It was wrappers. It was, we have this library full of cartoons. Yeah. Let's just, you know, listen. we're just going to use all of them over again. Let's just make new stuff to just start and end the shows with. Uh, so when they said, hey, we got the show and it's Space Ghost and we're doing something <laughs> wacky with it, they said, well, then let's do 100 things. And that's why you got the tune-in, which was simulcast. Yeah. That's why you got this. That's why you had Coast to Coast. I'm trying to remember if they I don't know exactly when they did it around the time, but there was definitely a period where they had cartoons introducing the other cartoons, like, like when you were when the the sort of commercial came on that was just running down like the you know up next on yeah they would actually be having cartoon characters read that out like <laughs> as as the character, not as like just somebody using the voice. It was weird, and I like it because it's created this weird like universe, universe. yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, it's weird stuff i like going back watching cartoons from that era because there's a problem with me there's a part of me that's broken and that that's one of the few things i enjoy <laughs> oh boy um but yeah like i i think this show is still enjoyable yeah if, I, I would say if you can turn your brain off like, if you actually look at it and, like, try to find a value in it, you probably won't find it. <laughs> but if you just, like, have it and you're just like, oh, man, like, stupid jokes. All right. Songs. It's definitely something I could see putting on one or two of, like, after, like, coming home from work or school or something and just be like, I want to watch something, but I don't want to, like, think about anything. Yeah. It, it's it, in this format. It's good. Just having the background kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, it's like popcorn. Just need something. Yeah. No, no content, but you feel like you're doing something. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so now that we have that in us, uh, it's finally time to get back to coast to coast. Go back to the ghost planet. This was <laughs> this was the cartoon planet. It's a different planet. You can tell. We took a vacation. Yeah, Brax Hawaiian vacation. That's one of the songs that was on Surf and Turf. Come on, <laughs> do you want to go? I can keep doing this. No, that's quite all right. Huh. Um, I'm thinking maybe we'll check back with this later when we get to the revival era. Maybe we can look at that. Uh, but that is something for a bit more down the road. Uh, mm-hmm. Before we get to that, we're going to come back on the next episode. Where we will start looking at the next uh, season. We'll jump right into the first episode. We'll sit down and we'll watch that, and we'll complete 
another orbit around the ghost planet. Thank you and good night. You have been listening to Orbiting the Ghost Planet, an Aliku Studios podcast network production. You can visit the show page at alikustudios.net slash podcast slash ghost planet. There you can find the rest of our episodes, the RSS feed for the show, and links to our Facebook page where you can talk about this and all the other Aliku Studios shows. You can also subscribe to us on iTunes. And while you're there, you can help us by leaving a quick review and rating. Please visit alikustudios.net to learn more about us and what we do. That's O-L-E-E-T-K-U. in my head when I was putting together that list I kept almost saying Mentos the mind taker <laughs> <laughs> you know <laughs> it just made me happy really <laughs>